So now I would like to, you know, try to guide you through the, just shortly at the beginning of this sit, through the first three um, foundations of mindfulness. Just sit a few minutes and let the sink in what Ayananda Bodhi just said. Just becoming aware of the body, sitting and breathing. Just the sensation of, of the weight of the body sitting on the cushion. The earth element. It's the same earth element in the body as outside in the mountains and rocks. Earth, soil, all around us. There's no difference. And about within seven years, you know, all earth element within our body is replaced completely. It's a very dynamic process, but that escapes our awareness if you're not paying attention. We're constantly taking in earth elements through food, for example, medicine. Then we let it go again. So there's a constant exchange between the environment and that what we call me or man. There's a conventional truth because the appearance is such like that we are separate bodies. But if you just start penetrating a little bit under the surface as soon as you're eating something, it's already different.
and gravity is a manifestation of that element. You know, when you let something fall down, you know exactly where it belongs. It just gets drawn back to the earth. Noticing that within your own presence right now, the hardness, softness, weight, gravity. As the body presses against the cushion or the chair. That's a very direct experience of earth element. The meditation doesn't, you know, analyze things, but it does recognize qualities of a present moment experience. And it recognizes that those qualities are constantly changing also. We go from the coarsest element to the lightest one. The next one would be, would be water. You become aware of it, you know, the wetness in your mouth, for example. Wetness of the eyeballs. Maybe you have some sweat a little bit in your palms of your hands. That's water element. Water element internally and water element externally in the oceans, rivers, lakes rain. It's just the same. There's no difference whatsoever. And if we are not drinking for like a week or so, we cannot live. So we need to be in constant exchange. Letting go of water element, crying, going to the toilet, sweating, and drinking, taking it in. Water element stands for cohesion, for binding, binding earth element together. Also, the quality of metta is often depicted as water, you know, flowing out, binding. Empathy. So just simply recognizing the wetness, how that feels.
Then the next one is a fire element. It you know, comes from the sun and we you know, take it in through the skin. If we step out into the temperature or under the sun... Or we can also take it in in terms of uh, food, which is you know, f- grown under the fire element of the, which comes from the sun. Then we take it in the stomach and it burns up and the energy is available. So we, we are quite dependent, you know, we can only live in a certain spectrum of temperature. If it's too hot or too cold, we can't live. And you can become aware of the heat in the palms of your hands again, or in your mouth, under your arms. So constantly exchanging you know, with the energy which comes from the sun. That is now, you know, starting to get a bit out of control because of, you know, certain things we have set in motion. So the sun energy, you know, which comes down on the planet can't be released again in the same way how it has been operating for a long, long time. We have unbalanced that with our science and industries. a little bit too clever but not wise enough Because we have been too bound to that view, that view of separation. Rather than you know, becoming aware of that constant exchange. And then the last one is, is Earth, uh, is, um, sorry, is um, air element, which is very accessible through the breathing. It stands for movement constant movement, constant recycling also of this element, you know, since billions of years, really. This oxygen, you know, is being supplied by the trees. So the trees breathing out oxygen and we breathe it in and we breathe out CO2, the trees breathe that in. There's a constant exchange. They're like very close relatives to us in this sense. Interdependence. So internally and externally there is 
no difference between those elements, they are just all having a function. Which we are slowly now waking up to the truth. So that's you know one way how we can contemplate the uh, first foundation of mindfulness by recollecting the elements. And there's you know many other ways we could do that too, as Anna Nabodi mentioned yesterday looking at skin, flesh and bones, just, you know, sweeping up and down the body and just reflecting on the experience of skin. That's when we meet the kind of air around us. We can be come aware of that through just the temperature of the body meeting the temperature of the space around us. That's how you can become aware of skin. Sweeping down from the top of the head just is in big strokes, just down to the legs, skin. So it's all like different uh, tools to cool the mind from being over-identified, you know, making it all too personal and seeing the impersonality of these processes in nature. Like taking off a tight shoe and realizing there's a lot of space here. I don't have to control all of this. because I can't anyway. So that's the first foundation of body. And then the next one, feeling. Just kind of going to the top of the head Scanning down the other body and just recognizing, for example, head. Taking that in and how does that feel? Pleasant, unpleasant or neutral? And then the neck. 
pleasant, unpleasant or neutral. Not you know, doing anything about it, but just taking it in what it is right now, in this moment. And then one shoulder, pleasant, unpleasant or neutral. arm, the hand, and then the other shoulder. Torso, pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. One hip. Upper leg, lower leg, and foot, and the other hip. Pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. And then just the whole frame of the body all together. What is the predominant feeling right now? So that's the second foundation. Then the third foundation, looking at the mood or the state of the mind right now. You know, the coloring through which we look at our experience. Like if we would have on some kind of glasses. And then, you know, what we see is informed by the mood and the state of the mind, if we are not aware. So there's those eight categories I another body mentioned. The first four are about, you know, ordinary states of mind, wholesome or unwholesome. 
ist der Last in der Mind? Oder ist der Mind without Last? Just quickly checking. Ist der Anger in der Mind? Oder ist der Mind without Anger? Ist der Mind deluded? Or without delusion? And is the mind contracted or distracted? So that's the first four pairs. Just to quickly check in and know. And then there's another four pairs. And they're concerned with present and absence of higher states of mind. We can you know, just open up to if The mind is not caught in any of the four pairs I mentioned before. Is the mind great or not? Unsurpassable or not? Concentrated or not? and liberated or not. So that's, you know, those eight pairs of qualities which are mentioned in the scriptures to reflect upon. Just to give you a very snapshot of how the mood of the mind is in the present moment, not doing anything about it, but just being aware. And through the awareness, transformation happens. So instead of getting you know, identified, those mental events you know, become objects of awareness. And in this way, you know, the four foundations of mindfulness help us to step out of identification and help us to see clearly what has arisen in the present moment. So, you know, when you sit down to meditate, you could just maybe look in the one of the foundations or two or three and then just resume with your practice. After you have checked, you know, what's the state of affairs right now and then you just continue with meditating, you know, for example, on the breath or the body sitting and breathing. You can just take a few minutes in the beginning or at the end of the meditation and go through the one, two or three of the foundations. Just as a means you know, to establish some clarity. 
It helps you know, to lift the mind out from some preoccupations, but just giving a very simple structure, very basic, non-entertaining, and clarifying. And you're enabling the mind to be content just with, with that. It's, uh, to me, it appears like you know, if you're caught in a pit and then there's a ladder, you can climb up out into the light. It's like that, a very kind of basic ladder but sturdy, you know, because it's grounded in the natural processes which are universal. And we can really lean on on that. It's a really compact support system, you know, to hold on to when there's a lot going on in the mind because it's so basic and simple. So now we just continue to sit for another
So you know, stepping out from identification with those processes into the, the freedom of the interplay of just natural processes which are doing what they're supposed to do. On all those different foundations we can see it for ourselves. in the present moment, in a, through this framework, we can take you know, our present moment experience, we take it apart, and then we can see clearly, like we can enter that process we call life, you know, on those inroads of the four foundations. then, you know, the truth reveals itself because it it wants to. It wants to be seen and it responds, you know, if we put in something, it comes back to us. And that something is, you know, Sati, mindfulness. It's like an, an open secret. It, it's accessible here and now for anybody who, you know, takes the time for it. It's not locked away as a secret, but it can be accessed here and now. because it's such a simple truth, it's so much closer than you think. We seem to need a lot of instructions because it's, it's too simple, easily overlooked. It's just right in front of our nose, every moment. has always been and through the meditation we train this capacity of uh, seeing clearly. That if, if we practice that it translates via those laws of nature, it translates into wisdom and compassion, the seeing clearly. We don't have to 
you know, kind of think a lot about it, just paying that very basic, clear, pure intention to those natural processes is what needs to be done. Or not done, you know, it's, it's not a doing, but it's more like a full being with. That's, you know, where language runs out of power. That's why we all have to experience it for ourselves.
So now we have another period of walking meditation and yoga number one. And then please ring, who is the bell ringer? Please can you ring the bell at 10:40. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.